0: Hey, I'm Yasinia. My favorite things include Outlander and Margaritas. I'm a certified life coach and single mom who knows a thing or two about starting over and reinventing yourself and your life. I help other women unlock their inner badass and transform their thinking and their habits so that they can reach their biggest goals. Welcome to the Better Than Ever podcast. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. So happy to have you. This week I want us to talk about my experience being single for two years. So this is an Instagram post that I did recently and I feel like it resonated with a lot of people and um, I just think I just thought it was worth its own podcast episode. It's one of those areas of my life where I've worked on it a lot for a long time. I feel like I've made so much progress. I've come so far and there's a lot out there. There's a lot of people talking, both men and women on dating and dating mindset and what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And a lot of those people, don't know what they're talking about. A lot of those people are talking to you from fear and what people should do and what men are supposed to do and what women are supposed to do and what women are are not supposed to do. There's just all kinds of things out there when it comes to dating, a lot of which I have learned to turn off and ignore because 90% of What people are saying with dating and being single and finding your person, it's just like I can tell from their vibe and their energy and the results that they've created in their life that I don't know if I want to be listening to you. And um, there are definitely those few people that I have found um, who may not even be talking about it directly but who are out there walking the walk and talking the talk and have created a successful partnership in their life, where I am definitely paying attention to how they think about things and how they, you know, how they went about it, how they, you know, what they went through and the things that they learned. And I thought it would be great for me to kind of go through this and share my experience, share my lessons learned and my journey. Before I dive into that, I do want to share a client win this week. I am loving working with my clients right now, both inside NOBS and out. I love hearing their wins every single week or getting messages saying like, you know, how they've been able to lose weight or how they are noticing a big difference with how they're showing up or how they feel about themselves or with this relationship or just with whatever they're working on in their life. So, this one that I'm sharing today has definitely been one of my favorites recently. I'm working with this amazing client who, I mean, she's done so much with her life already. She's created a lot of success and progress for herself, both with her health and her career and otherwise. And I mean, what we've been working on together, it's kind of like just her thoughts about everything and her thoughts as she continues to move forward. And her relationship with herself and some of her loved ones and just, you know, where she wants to continue to go in her life. Now that she's at this point where she's definitely made some significant progress, but she's just noticing some thoughts that are not working for her. And we were coaching and she just kept saying like, like this comes up for her a lot. Like I should be doing more, right? Like what's the next thing I should be doing? I, you know, I should be doing more. What's the next thing? And just how that made her feel, just like it wasn't feeling very good for her, right? It's very much focused on what else she should be doing. It's not giving any kind of highlight to the things that she's accomplished or celebrating any of it, right? And um, we kind of worked on that. And the thoughts that we came up with, I really, really loved, um, And where we ended up as we coached together on this, we went from her main thought being like, I should be doing more to, I want to do more. I'm excited to do more. I want to keep challenging myself. And when she thought those thoughts, they created excitement for her. They created commitment and determination for her versus when she thought, you know, I should be doing more. It's shooting all over yourself, right? It's coming from what you don't have. And um, it doesn't feel very motivating, does it? And so I love the new thoughts that we came up with. Sometimes it's just, it feels like a subtle shift, but it's the kind of shift that makes all of the difference in your day-to-day and what you notice and, you know, with your mindset and how you feel going into your day. I want to do more. I'm excited to do more. I want to keep challenging myself. And I feel like when you say it that way, it's also pointing out like why you want to do it. And it's giving yourself a little bit credit, a little bit of credit for what you have been doing. When you say, I want to keep challenging myself, right? And so I just wanted to share that. Sometimes just a subtle shift like that can make all the difference with how motivated and excited and committed you feel versus a thought like well I should be doing more right and then I also want to remind you guys that I still have human design readings going on and one-on-one coaching both of those are at a special price right now I'm not sure for how much longer that special pricing will be around so definitely take advantage of that if you think that might be for you you can find both of those Offers on my Instagram at this is Yosinia Vargas. The link is always in the podcast show notes. And you can click the link in my bio to learn more about getting a human design reading or looking into one on one coaching with me every week and creating wins like this one where you're excited to show up for yourself and excited to create change in your life. The human design piece is also something I'm really excited about. I, um, I'm gonna be doing a reading for a friend here soon. And I just know it's gonna help her so much with her career and the amount of stress that she has in her life. And just helping her pinpoint where, you know, she's not using her her strengths to her utmost advantage. And just helping her figure out, you know, what are some of the fears that are gonna come up for her? What are some of the strengths that she has? What are some of the things that she should be doing that maybe she isn't, right? Sometimes we are trying to get to things by climbing up a hill when maybe there's a different way to go about things to where it's not as hard as going up a hill where it can feel a lot easier to create the things that you want for your life or go after the career that you want in your life. This is something that uh, the business coach that I've been working with Um, whose podcast I've been on, Manifest Mad Money, like I've been learning all about human design from her. And she's told me and coached me on with like my human design. And it's how I knew, like, I, she's like, you need to be doing a podcast. You have this in your chart. You should be doing this. You have this in your chart, like keep an eye out for this. So it, it can just be very insightful and illuminating. And a lot of the time it can confirm what you know to be true about yourself and what you know to be like your superpowers and what you need to be going after more uh, when maybe a lot of self-doubt has been coming up for you. So definitely look into that. Like I said, both the human design readings that I'm doing and the one-on-one coaching have special pricing going on right now. So go check that out and learn more if you think you might be interested. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode Um, what have I learned being single for two years? So a little bit of background. I am someone who from the time I was about 15 or 16 years old, probably 16, I was in a relationship and I wasn't very single for long in between relationships. So, you know, had my first boyfriend around 16, that ended up kind of messy and jumped into another relationship, which also ended up very messy, like, ended very badly, wasn't single for very long, and then uh, jumped into another relationship with uh, my now ex-husband, and um, so from about the time I was, like, 16 to 28, probably had been single, like, a couple months total, if that, and had been in three, Um, relationships, two of which were pretty serious and long-term. And um, I came out of my marriage just wanting things to go differently and wanting something different for myself, but at the same time, having no idea how to go about it. And with a lot of fear and doubt and feeling just kind of like, like it was one of those areas where like, it's like, I've, always been used to being with someone and depending on someone in many ways to all of a sudden i'm alone and i'm alone with two kids who are dependent on me and um that was very very hard to all of a sudden not have someone in your life where you can be like intimate with like emotionally and share things and you know be there for you in your hardest moments which believe me there were a lot And um, it's just, it just felt like ripping off a bandaid, like always having someone, always having a partner, even though it was shitty, always having a partner, always being able to depend on somebody to help me uh, for, you know, financially, all sorts of things. And then all of a sudden, like, it's all on me. If I need a sounding board or I I need to just like talk to somebody, like it needs to be a friend. And even then, like, it just felt different you know it just it just it was very hard like I said like it just felt like a very drastic change to go from always being in a relationship to all of a sudden like I'm single and um, I'm very glad that everything happened the way it did because I've learned so much and um, I'm now here today able to pass it on to you and I feel like I'm So able to appreciate where I am today with this area of my life. Like, I I can't even begin to tell you, like, it's night and day. Like, not even just like being in a relationship to now being single for two years, but just how I view dating, how I view men, how I view being in a relationship, how I view myself, uh, not feeling like I need to depend on anyone ever again like I'd still like to have a partner I'd like to find my person and be in a really great relationship but I also know how to be really happy not in a romantic relationship and I've really learned how to take care of myself emotionally financially I am there for myself I love the relationship that I have with myself I can be happy alone I can be happy taking myself out to dinner I buy myself flowers. Like I just do nice things for myself. I, when I take myself out, I get ready. Like I'm going on a date. I am fine. Like I went through many, many nights where it was very hard and lonely. And there were many tears when I was just home alone, especially like in the first several months of, you know, post-divorce, it was very hard. There was a lot of crying and I'm not someone who cries a lot, but all of a sudden, like I was just crying a lot. And, um, Feeling very lonely and like I had nobody, and it just felt very, very hard to not have anyone romantically in that way and not have someone to hold me or hug me or whatever, right? Like, I'll do all of those things that a partner might do for you. It was very, very hard, and I still remember I think I was listening to Corinne on one of the No BS like private member podcasts, and I can't even remember exactly what she said. But she said something about like how like happiness is created within you or something like that, like it comes from you, like it doesn't come from anyone else. And I don't think she was even talking about dating specifically. I think she was just talking about like self-love in general. And um, I think I was in the shower just listening and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, Like I was starting to understand that. But when she said it in that way, in that moment, like I really started to get it and I really started to feel it. And I really started to work on my own relationship with myself from that moment on, slowly, very, rock, very rocky at times, but I really began to work on it. And I feel like it took me the whole two years to really get to a good place where like, I can breathe and it's not a problem in my life anymore to be single or... I don't feel like um, like I feel like I, I've healed so much of myself. I have healed how I show up and how I think and how I feel when it comes to dating and romance and being with someone and being single and being on my own in my relationship with myself. And that feels really, really good to say the person that I was like 10 years ago, even five years ago, even two years ago, like it just feels like a completely different person but I thank her because everything that she went through, like it was for a reason. And I mean, it's great for the people who like have just found their person and never had a struggle with that area in their life. But when you have gone through it and you have gone through the shitty relationships and feeling needy and like you have to depend on someone and just feeling so shitty, being single on your own, like you really appreciate it when you date someone amazing or you take yourself out on an amazing date or when you just feel happy on your own, like walking into the store, picking out some flowers for myself and just like walking back out with them and like arranging them and putting them on my desk and just loving that or, you know, just putting on a great outfit and doing my makeup and my hair looks great and just walking around confidently and not feeling like I'm lacking anything. The amount of peace and joy and self-love that I have created for myself is just, it's amazing. And I know it's something that can never be taken away and there's a lot of peace. And like I said, while I want an amazing partner in my life, an amazing relationship in my life, and I know I'm going to create that for myself at the same time, if for some reason the universe was like, no, like we've decided you need to be single for 10 years that would be okay too. Like I know I would still have an amazing 10 years. So that feels really good to say. Um, Let me go ahead and dive in to some of the things that I've learned that I've been able to pass on to my clients and that I've just like that I wrote down in this Instagram post to share with the world. So... I I wrote down, I was coaching a lovely client this evening on being single for a long time and feeling lonely, and I realized how much I've learned that I was able to pass on to her. One, learn to really enjoy being single and making yourself happy. Do little things for yourself. Do things you love. Treat yourself. Tell yourself you're beautiful. Tell yourself I love you. Two, date yourself take yourself out pamper yourself and get ready and all oceaned up put on your favorite sexy outfit and do your hair and makeup buy yourself the flowers and feel as loved and as cherished as if someone had given them to you so watch how some of this is like actions things that i'm doing but it's also how i'm thinking and what i'm telling myself deciding to feel as loved and as cherished as if someone else had given me flowers or someone else had asked me out. Three, enjoy the people you do have in your life, your family, siblings, and friends. Be present and enjoy their company. Go to lunch, call them, visit, and have fun. Sometimes we focus so much on what we don't have that we forget how much we, how much love we already have. Let me say that again. Sometimes we forget how much love we already have. And that is definitely one of the biggest things I've seen. Love for myself, love for my children, love for my siblings and my family and my parents, my friends, all of that counts. And I want to receive all of that. And I want to make sure that like if I'm wanting to call in a partner into my life, I want to show the universe that I'm ready for that by Giving that love in advance to all the people that I already have in my life. Four, know that it's okay to feel lonely sometimes and want a partner. It's normal to feel impatient sometimes. Those feelings are 100% valid. You can hold space for self love and happiness and the want for a partner. So, again, that's just something like it just comes up sometimes. We're all human and sometimes. We're just going to really notice that we want a partner and that's something that we want for our lives. And it doesn't mean that you don't deserve it or that there's something you haven't done to earn it. It just means that you're human and you're seeking that connection that so many of us want. Thinking you have to love yourself first is bullshit. It's is self-love worth working on? Yes. Do you have to have it mastered and wait before the universe will send along the partner of your dreams? Absolutely not. That is like one of the biggest lies that I see spreading around like social media and stuff. And how we know that's not true is because there's plenty of people with amazing partners who continue to work on themselves. I've seen it. It doesn't mean that you deserve a partner any less. Six, practice opening up your energy to bring new people into your life smile at someone when you're out and about, say hello, introduce yourself. It's good practice and you never know. So this kind of goes back to what I said earlier about loving the people you already have in your life, but also like making sure that you're open when you're out and out and about, like what's your vibe like? Are you kind of like shut down mentally when you're out and about? Or are you like, do you have that energy of wanting someone new to come into your life, whether it's a friend? or a partner, or just saying hi to someone. Okay, I think this one is seven. Remind yourself as many times as it takes that you are 1000% worthy of the partner of your dreams. That is not the issue. Look at amazing couples and realize it's the universe showing you it's possible, not what you can't have boy, have I struggled with this one. Like I always thought probably always, even when I was in a relationship and it was shitty, just thinking like other people get to have amazing partners. And I, and I don't like, maybe I'm too moody or too mean, or I'm not good enough, or like, there's just something wrong with me. Right. And believe me, even having it go back to being a middle child of eight, that will, you'll definitely come up with some thoughts about what you don't deserve. (laughs) Um, and I finally feel like this is not true. Like, I no longer believe this. Like, anybody and everybody is worthy of an amazing partner. There's no reason you can't have anything that you fucking want. Like, there really isn't. Sometimes, like, our own limiting beliefs will stand in, stand in the way of the universe, like, delivering to you what you truly want. But it doesn't mean you don't deserve it. It just means that there's something there for you to look at, right? Right. I used to look at amazing couples or even people with like really great homes or a great car and just kind of be like, man, like they get to have that. And I don't, you know, and it just felt like, you know, just a reminder of what I don't get to have. And then one of the biggest ahas that I ever had was like, no, this is an example of what's possible for you. Like keep pointing that out to your brain. Like it's coming for you too. Like you get to have this too. This is what's possible. I remember when I took myself out on a date one time, I was having a margarita at a bar. And while I had felt great initially at at one point, like just some disappointment sank in, some loneliness sank in. I was seeing like these different, like super cute, Couples, eating, you know, having a great time together, just enjoying each other's company. And um, it just felt like, man, like three different couples around me. And it just sucks that like, I don't have anyone and like, look at what they get to have and all of that. And I just, again, like I heard my intuition tell me like, no, this is the universe showing you what's possible. It's not the universe showing you what you can't have this is what's possible. And so now I do that on purpose. Every time I see an amazing couple or with the couples that I do know in my life and I hear them say something incredible about like what an amazing partner he is, or he did this, or, you know, she did that, like whether it's on social media, anything like that. I just like kind of save that away as like, yeah, that's something that's possible. Look at how common it is. Look at how available it is. And then one other thing that's not in the post that I kind of learned recently um, was just that even as I started dating a little bit, I realized dating is just another way for me to have more information on how to love myself and find out what I want. Instead of, you know, sometimes we're told, especially on social media, like, dating is, like, men are trash, and dating is terrible, and, like, the dating, like, the, the dating pool is, is a hot mess, and it's full of trash, and, like, all these terrible things, and I just, that's another thing I stopped doing, like, I stopped engaging with that If I see that come across my social media, like I unfollow or like I don't engage with it, I swipe past it because I no longer subscribe to any shitty thoughts about men, dating partners or anything like that, because that's just, again, reinforcing what you can't have and what's not possible and how things are always shitty. So what kind of result do you think you will manifest doing that? So and surprise, surprise, I stopped doing that and not too long after that. I went on a, an amazing date with an amazing guy and I've gone on several dates since. And then, so keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for that for when you are having a really shitty mindset about something that you supposedly want. I was having a shitty mindset about men and then at the same time wanting a great man in our life, but like saying all men were like, that's not lining up, <laughs> and regardless of the dating outcome, like, I just realized, like, like, it'll be great if this, you know, works out, and more dates come about, and that kind of thing, but at the same time, I'm just noticing, like, how this person is, or how this person treats me, or the things that we talk about, what I like about him, that kind of thing, I was like, that's more information for me on how to better treat myself, love myself, date myself, and what I want in a partner. And then another thing that I coached on recently with my coach, just about kind of dating and romance in general with, you know, just everything I went through with relationships and the divorce and just all of that and feeling like I never really had an amazing partner or an amazing relationship. I mean, first of all, I mean, I feel like all of that has taught me what kind of partner i want to be so make sure like if you like it's great to think about what you want in a partner and all of that you're allowed to want that and make the list and all of that and call that in at the same time think about what kind of amazing partner you want to be like how are you going to show up what are you going to give to them right i think that's a lot of fun to think about and then at the same time like so my coach said like okay so and and maybe this doesn't resonate with you at all, but maybe just for a minute or two, just kind of, just kind of, you know, just go along with me, just go along with me and see if you get anything out of it. But she basically told me like, you know, like, what if your soul chose this experience, right? Like before we enter this life, our soul kind of decides like, okay, here are the lessons that I want to go through. Here are the lessons I want to learn. Here's the experience I want to have in this lifetime. Like, here's everything that I want, because it's going to help my soul grow, whether you believe that or not. But just maybe, maybe you'll get something out of this. And so like, why would my soul have chosen this experience? Because I I mean, she kind of knows, like, I went through all of these different relationships and became a mom really young and all of that. And so she was like, clearly, you didn't want to do things like the usual kind of traditional way, like, I was like okay that kind of makes sense like that resonated with me like clearly I wanted to do things differently and learn some lessons and again I think it comes back to like maybe my soul chose this on purpose to really for a few different reasons one to see what it's like to not do things the way everyone else is doing them right like I look at my whole life and I see like wow, I really like that. that's kind of cool. It's been a cool experience too, so that I can really appreciate and learn how to be an amazing partner and how to have an amazing partner and relationship in my life. Like how much more are you going to love and appreciate that and be grateful for that? If you know what it's like to not have that for such a big part of your life. And then the third one, which I think may be the biggest one is, so that I could learn how to love myself and treat myself well and just be there for myself like for my own self growth not just with self-love but emotionally financially like in every which way as a mom like because I've been able to be single for two years I've been able to grow so much and work on myself and work on being a better mom and I've worked so much on money mindset and so so many things like it has given me a lot and even the experience as a whole like everything I've gone through since the age of 16 around men and relationships has taught me a lot and it's taught me a lot about myself and who I want to be and who I don't want to be so it's like I just look at back look back at this area of my life and for the first time I'm like yeah like You're going to have an amazing partner. That's possible for you. That's a thousand percent possible for you. Just a matter of you wanting it and clearing away like all the bullshit beliefs that want to get in your way. But I feel like I've cleared so much of it, like so much of it is gone. And I feel that with several different areas of my life right now, like I've cleared away so much self-doubt and fear. And I just feel like I'm living life at a higher vibe right now. And I'm so grateful i'm in such like a frequency of like just love love for myself love for those around me love for my clients love for where i am in my life right now wanting more for my life but at the same time like loving everything that is right now so that is what i have learned in the last 2 years of being single like I, clearly i've learned quite a bit i'm so grateful like i said And um, I don't think I would have it any other way. And um, if it helps even just one other person with whatever they're going through, then I think it was worth it, but especially worth it because of everything that I've gained. So and who knows, maybe one day my kids will listen to this and they'll get a lot out of it, or maybe they'll just appreciate everything that I went through. So I'm excited to hear your feedback, whoever's listening to this right now, I'm excited to hear like your thoughts, if this brought up anything for you, what you've learned, whether it's in dating or some other area of your life. Um, It's just a beautiful thing that we get to do, like come here, live this life and go through everything that we go through. And there's always a way to triumph and be successful and have what you want, and get through the darkest of times, and figure out how to thrive, so if you love this episode, I'd love to hear about it, make sure you screenshot, tag me on Instagram, or Facebook, let me know your thoughts, if you want to hear more episodes like this, and until then, I will see you next time, take care. Hey, if you're loving the podcast, I'd love to know about it. Make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram. My handle is at this is Vargas. And if you're ready to work with me, go to the link in my Instagram bio to apply and book a consult. Six months with me will change everything.